Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional-level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Well, finally, uh, the book we've been anticipating for quite some time now, but definitely been talking about for at least the last week, Catch and Kill by Ronan Farrow, hit bookshelves today. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, I don't know about you, Bradley, but I'm about an hour and a half into the book. Yes, uh, I am too. Just and when I say that, I mean listening. Yeah, listening, because we both listen to the audiobook. And uh, I have some thoughts and opinions, and I know you do too. So we thought we'd start the show today just kind of giving you many reasons to pick up this book if you haven't already. So, um, and as you said rightly, this book has been highly anticipated because of it doesn't just touch on maybe the Harvey Weinstein scandal, uh, the way, say, previous uh, a previous book called She Said um, sort of followed the trajectory from one story's perspective from start to finish, um, both the investigation and then the coverage of that and then sort of, you know, the events following. This story really does involve many of the stories that we have talked about on the Colleen and Bradley show over the last two years, mm-hmm. roughly. At I least mean, three, it, two or three. Well, I think a lot of it really focuses on 2018, maybe starting in 2017. So it's been so brief a period of time that some just earth shattering stories have, you know, made it to headlines. And so we're finally getting behind the scenes of things that we talked about ad nauseum. One of them being, of course, um, Harvey Weinstein. We can talk about that. But also what we've been talking about recently because of some of the revelations We've yet to encounter in this book, but got a heads up in the days and weeks uh, promoting this book, Matt Lauer Mm -hmm. and the allegations against him. Um, But not just that, also uh, the president of the United States, who at the time was not the president of the United States and other allegations that we've yet to get to. It covers a broad uh, swath, if you will, of the let us call them baddest names in the Me Too era? Yeah. Is that, well, that's, and, that's a, I don't know, elegant way to put it? Tricky, at least. What sort of has started to stand out for me in, in the very, I mean, like, literally, I think I'm like four or five chapters in, um, in this the early pieces of the book, what stands out to you and is increasingly troubling is how much manipulation is actually happening behind the scenes in terms of what you're allowed to see, what we're allowed to hear, what news stories break through and why, what personal interests or rather business interests do in this case, did NBC have that did not allow stories to be told? Um, You already are starting to see sort of some of that crystallize and it's troubling 
Yeah, very troubling. I mean, it, it also just... Okay, so... Oh, I had one more thing about that. What? Sorry. You also see the intersection of how, like, entertainment, Hollywood, news, and in some ways politics also all weave together. And we want to believe that they are separate, but they are not. Yeah, well, I would say, you know... um, if we look back over the last two years, I think a lot of things are connected. And I think this book helps connect some of those dots or at least gives us the opportunity to then connect those dots and find out why we are in the place that we are in today versus, say, when you and I started um, our show in 2000 and whenever. What is it? 2019. So 2011, mm-hmm. roughly when we started our weekly show um, and the stories that we were talking about and the way we were talking about certain stories has changed so radically. And I would say a lot of that you could take all the way back to 2016, roughly. And then the Me Too movement times up and sort of the 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 last two years specifically has really changed the way we talk about things. And I think this book helps explain why Mm -hmm. um, and gives us the understanding for not even why it gives us the understanding for what led to the changes, like what was actually going on behind the scenes at the time when we were just reading headlines and sort of allegations. And, but we didn't know so much of what was going on behind the scenes. We didn't know that at that time, Harvey Weinstein had employed an actual company whose sole purpose is to essentially act as like its own FBI for its clients. Mm -hmm. So for the highest bidder, you can hire um, spies, you can employ subterfuge, you can, you know, ruin someone's career by Mm -hmm. planting negative stories. You learn about the inquire. This is again, why it touches on everything that we touch on, because it makes you think about, for example, there's a piece in Ronan Farrow's book, Catch and Kill, which is what we're talking about right now because it just came out this morning. Um, there's a piece in there where they talk about um, Radar Online. And Radar Online, I think it's sold from American media and ends up getting bought by Harvey Weinstein. Right. None other than. Right. And, and those outlets are used by the people who have things to hide yep. in order to assassinate the characters of the individual's who have allegations against them. You know what is really interesting about that too is during, you know, in the listening to uh, Ronan Farrow's book, Catch and Kill, uh, when I got to that part about Radar Online, it, it washed over me that I recall when Radar Online changed. Do you remember? I mean, it was something we used as a resource early on in our show very frequently. And it really, the the entire tone of it changed. And we knew that it had been sold, but I think we didn't, we weren't putting all the puzzle pieces together. Because why would we? You know? But when you start to see it in this light, it changes your perception of how this this all sort of has unfolded. And I, I, um, I'm, uh, you know, looking forward to, I don't know, whatever, however many hours I have yet to listen to this. It's quite like a few. It's like 10 and a half hours. Yeah, the book itself is about 10 and a half hours total. And um, I'm interested to see where the the story goes. It's it's a different book in the in the telling, as compared to say she said. So that book I loved, and I I can't speak highly enough of that book, especially insofar as the the Harvey Weinstein story in particular is told, and the way that the two journalists tell that story. Now those are two career journalists who have done journalism their entire lives. 
Ronan Farrow is a journalist, but he's like five other things at the same time. Mm-hmm. Ronan Farrow is a very unique person, and I've watched a number of interviews before this book came out where he talks about some of the things in the book. But just watch, and I've also listened to interviews in the past about uh, him because he's just a fascinating character. And he clearly is one of those people who can do a lot of things really well at the same time. Um, but he's going to tell a story in a different way. And I right. can already tell with just the couple hours that I've listened to that his narrative style is different it's very like there are a lot of vignettes so we've jumped all over the place we've gone from matt lauer harvey weinstein uh donald trump um billy bush um you know there are all sorts he talks about rose mcgowan McGowan. exactly one comment yeah okay i know you noticed this too Mm -hmm. ronan farrow needs to not do impressions you know that game we play on our show called Leprechaun. Leprechaun or yeah. Russian. Mm-hmm. So he could do that game. Yeah. But he should probably stick to like Russian pirate yeah. or Leprechaun. Mm-hmm. It is, it's frustrating in the listening. He embodies the characters of people he talks about. When they're speaking, he speaks and like there's one. So like if there's an Australian, Australian he's yeah. doing an Australian accent poorly. It would be it's, like you, you and you listening to you listener listening to us, Colleen and Bradley read a book with different, you know, people from different countries and do a not necessarily stellar job. Yeah. The thing that is that I, that I keep on reminding myself about um about Ronan Farrow and he is as much a character in this book as anybody um because he talks he inserts himself and because that's how it all began. He inserts himself in scenes where conversations took yeah. place. Um what I've learned about him because he is the son of Mia Farrow and Woody Allen. And so he was raised by two sort of artistic Hollywood types. There's this piece of me that feels like there might be a little frustrated actor in him. Oh, for sure. Uh, but but he was kind of born for bigger things. Not that that's not a noble profession. That's not what I'm saying. But, I mean, he went to college early. He's like a savant. Um, he So clearly it's like he's on this trajectory. But there's this in the performance of the reading of the book. And it this was a is little really, distracting. Yeah, it's very it's distracting. It's a little distracting. And, so just know, be ready for it if you're going to listen. Um, I will say, uh, you know, that was really the only, that was just sort of like a style thing where I literally was like, why didn't somebody tell him not to do the accents? Because right. I don't know that it's adding any. A lot of times if, and as a And he has like a, a Rose a regular, McGowan voice. His Rose McGowan voice. That's, That's very so sexy. irritating. Um, but what I will say is, I listen to a lot of audiobooks. Mm-hmm. The best audiobook readers, this has nothing to do with Ronan Farrow at this moment, but mm-hmm. this is just a slight ephemeral aside, that the best audiobook readers are going to make the accents almost sort of just liquid. They just mm-hmm. they just add to the scene in a way that's not jarring, where you're like, what yeah. is he doing? This is just a little obvious. So anyway, yeah. style points, take a couple off for Ronan Farrow. But the book <laughs> itself... Right now, we have like he has started so many different stories, and I'm curious to see where they all go. Yeah, and I will say that uh, one of the things, and we don't even have a ton of time to get into this, but one of the things that I've noticed is that um, NBC News, who really is criticized heavily in this book, we haven't necessarily got to the meaty parts of that yet, but by all accounts and by uh, the actions on the part of NBC News. They uh, are not happy about this book. They believe that there are a lot of lies in this book. Mm -hmm. They believe that his reporting is suspect in parts of this book. And it's clear to me, I think it's clear that he has done a stand-up job 
doing his due diligence and sourcing and critiquing everything. Um, what do you call it? Fact checking. Yep. Um, so I mean, I, he, he employs his journalistic ethics in the writing of this book. Um, that's how journalists operate. You can you can tell yourself all you want that a journalist makes up the story, but they 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 do have to do their due diligence, and and it and it certainly sounds as though he has done that. I think he's pretty meticulous about that as a reporter. Um, but, but it does not make NBC look good, and part of the reason why is because of his proximity to NBC as an employee of NBC. Uh, that they're so heavily involved in in this telling of the story. Um, and I'll, all I was going to say about what NBC has done is through this statement from the head of NBC News, Oppenheim, what's his name, Noah Oppenheim, he uh, sent this memo out to staff that basically calls him a liar. And this is what I just find so suspect. Like, you can say, like, we disagree with his characterizations, we disagree with his assertions, we believe, you know, uh, some of the reporting was maybe not the best or the most sound. He essentially says um, that that uh, Ronan Farrow twists the facts into a lie and calls several pieces of it abhorrent, goes on to say... Um, he goes on to refute individual things, but as a sense, when you read that or you listen to that criticism of Ronan Farrow's work, it becomes clear to me that there's not a lot of ground for them to stand on. Mm-hmm. Like it's just sort of platitudes, like saying he's turning the. They also say he's an axe to grind because he previously had had a show at the network, um, and then that show was canceled. But he talks about that in the book that, or actually, I think that was an interview I listened to where he talks about. Um, he does talk, he does about, talk the book. about the book, yeah. um, how his show had bad ratings. And so he was removed from the air, but he went on, he continued to work with NBC. He was working on the today show and he talks li- and he does talk about how uncomfortable that was to kind of be a, not like to be somebody who wasn't working, uh, but still had a contract. So they were sort of trying to figure out what to do with him at that time. And it's just that, you know, they, they also call, uh, some of what he reports in the book a conspiracy theory but it's that conspiracy theory acts to grind his personal you know characterization that those are the things to me that sound very familiar mm-hmm. whenever an organization that feels un, uh, uh, threatened or under attack uses mm-hmm. organizations including but not limited to the church of scientology mm-hmm. um or any other institution that is afraid of what's actually being uncovered and it's no it's not a surprise to believe that they would behave that way, specifically the head of NBC News, because they and their bosses would be responsible for covering up uh, some of the, you know, horrible misdeeds of Matt Lauer and others at the yeah. organization and paying women, you know, thousands of dollars in settlements that is not going to put them in a good light and very likely it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. 
No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Would put their jobs at risk. So right. I would take less from them characterizing Ronan Farrow's book. Like, it's a book. What right. are you so concerned about? Right. But but to write off the entire reporting of Ronan Farrow and this entire book. And making it personal. Yeah. Methinks thou dost protest too much. Mm-hmm. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese is bringing all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese is here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hello. Hi, my loves. It is so nice to be with you today. And you as well. I know. I was waiting for Bradley to say, and also and with also you. With That's what you. he says. It mm-hmm. feels like I'm going to church. I know. It makes me pleased. In some ways, you are really. Yeah, going to church. Felicity Huffman going to prison. Mm. Uh, she reported for her 14 day sentence. Reported to prison today for her role in the National College Admissions bribery scandal. So she reported to the Federal Correctional Institution in Dublin, California. And her representative issued a statement saying Ms. Huffman is prepared to serve the term of imprisonment Judge Talwani ordered as one part of the punishment imposed for Ms. Huffman's actions. So she also has to have uh, one year of supervised relief, 200 release, 250 hours of community service when she's released. And then she has to pay a pretty hefty fine, too. You know, she'll get this. I mean, she's, you know, she's getting the show on the road. Like there's 14 days. Yeah, she'll be done within two weeks. Exactly. Prison changed her. Exactly. A lot can happen in two weeks in prison, though. But, you know, I will just give her, well, I don't know. I don't want to give her, I want to just give her some acknowledgement. Yeah, that's fair. For how she has handled this in stride. Like, she's not doing the Lori Laughlin poor me business. No. She just has sort of like put her head down and she's taken what's coming to her. This is what I did. I made a big mistake. And and now she's going to pay the price. I'm going to pay the price. And whatever price it is, I'm going to pay it. And I will respect whatever price that is from the judge. I mean, I don't think she's you can. She's got to be tap dancing her way to prison because she's only doing yeah. fourteen days. Yeah. yeah, and then she's going to be done. And I don't yeah. think it's like a super scary prison. Mm-mm. You know, just outside San Fran, it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. and it will. Um, and she'll be better for it. Mm-hmm. She she will be. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I think like I don't think you can ask for anything else. She also she also saved taxpayer dollars. Am I not going through a trial by no, saying I did this? And so I'm going to admit it. And so I'm going to save the taxpayer dollars and we're just going to go through it. And and there you go. She's going to pay her fine and mm-hmm. that'll mitigate her taxpayer dollars that are being used to put her in prison. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. You should have to. Oh, shoot. Never mind. Hmm. <laughs> Next story. Okay. Let's talk about Matt Lauer in this um, catch and kill book that's out today about. Have you started it yet? No, not yet. I'm going to download it today. Yeah. We're both about what well, we're listening to it. Listening both of to us it. Are. Bradley's a little farther than I am, but we're about. Like a couple, like an hour to two hours. Oh, that's really good. Mm -hmm. Boy, I'm proud of you guys. Thanks. We really take it seriously. I know you do take it seriously. Mm -hmm. You take everything seriously. You don't take anything lightly. No, never. Uh -uh. (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) We never laugh. So Ronan Ronan Farrow's book is out today. And um, there is another bit that's being released about this now. There is an unnamed female broadcaster who signed a non-disclosure agreement in 2012 who said that she would walk into work with a knot in her stomach due to Matt Lauer's alleged harassment. Her colleagues recalled Matt Lauer and another former senior executive making lewd remarks about the woman on open mics during broadcast. She told Ronan Farrow, I was like a hanging piece of meat and I would come home and cry. 
And then she felt like she received fewer assignments after she rebuked his advances. Mm -hmm. I got punished, she told Ronan Farrow. My career took a sharp nosedive. She says she decided against making a formal complaint because she was afraid that her career was going to be further tarnished. But she told other coworkers and planned her departure from the company. And when she left, she says she was offered an exit agreement that prevented her from making negative statements about NBC Universal. And she was barred from suing the company. Her agent allegedly told her he'd never seen this before in her in his life and that she must have something huge on them for them to offer that kind of a deal when she left. So what's interesting about that is that is part of what they are. I think he calls in the book these enhanced severance agreements. Right. And um, NBC is like, oh, we do these all the time. There's nothing unusual about Mm -hmm. these. This is not because we're hiding anything. Um, Ronan Farrow's reporting, by all accounts, because I haven't gotten that far in the book, uh, is you know, says basically, no, these particular settlements in these particular cases were unusually high compared to what they, you know, what the usual might have been, right. which indicates there was something there. The other thing well, is, I bet if you pull out the scope a little bit, you'd realize that more women were signing those than men. Yeah. Ding, 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 yeah. ding. Well, that would but, be telling. But the, the other thing about this story is that, you know, they, NBC says there are, you know, that these agreements don't exist. Um, and the women have not said that the agreements exist because the agreements say they can't say, say that the they agreements exist. exist. How meta, right? Yeah. It's uh, really tricky. Jennifer Aniston is. also broke Instagram, posted today a photo of friends. I've already followed her. Everybody's so happy. Yay. Thanks, Elizabeth Thanks, Reese. Bye. When we come back, we need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize on My Talk 1071. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. And this is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Colleen? We've got Kim on the line. And what is Kim playing for? Kim is playing for this. A MyTalk 1071 t-shirt. Okay. Timer's going to be, or timer will, you know how this works, right, Kim? Um, I think so, yeah. So just start talking after I ask the first question in your gut. All right, here we okay. go. Damien is the lead character in what scary movie franchise? The Omen. Felicity Huffman is married to which actor? William Macy. The Rose Parade takes place on which day of the year? January 1st. Pat Sajak hosts what game show? Wheel of Fortune. Charlize Theron won an Oscar for her performance in... Monster. Yeah! Oh, wow. Wow. Did that easily. I mean, that might have been a record. That was amazing. Well done, Kim. Kim. Congratulations. You are the winner of the 30-second pop culture challenge. Uh, And if you are a listener who is jealous of Kim and the great work she just did, uh, you will get an opportunity to do just that yourself. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. And now that we're done with the 30-second pop culture challenge, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly's brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the item. I know, I don't know where my sound went. Uh-oh. Oh, who stole it? Hey, who stole Probably the that sound? Donna and Steve show. Probably. That. Oh, up. look, I found it. Oh, good. Blinded by the item. I love Donna and Steve. They're great. Yeah, except when they steal all of our sounds. 
They did that once a couple years ago, and we um, haven't forgiven them yet. No, it, we, and nothing's been All the same of our since. Sounds. We don't hold a grudge. All of them. No. <laughs> Time for some celebrity yeah, <laughs> gossip <laughs> mysteries in the form of blind items. All right. Uh, this one is confirmed, Colleen Bradley. I think we did this one before. Okay. But just to visit it again. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Thanks. Okay. All right. We can do it. Okay. At a recent concert, Everyone had quite the laugh watching the foreign-born A-list actress try to pretend she knew any words to any of the songs by her husband. That's Priyanka oh. Chopra. Yeah. PC. <laughs> okay, let's uh, fill in the blank and then oh, talk right. smack about her. Yeah, like like we didn't know this, but right? at a recent concert, so everyone <laughs> had quite the laugh watching Priyanka Chopra try to pretend she knew any words to any of the Jonas Brothers songs. Yeah. Watermelon, 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 mm-hmm. watermelon. Yeah. Not surprising in yeah. the least. Mm-hmm. No. Is this I read confirmed, it. did you say? Yes, it is oh, confirmed. Okay. I read an article recently or maybe heard part of an interview where she essentially was like, uh, I went from like not even knowing who the Jonas Brothers were to being like the biggest fan after we started dating. And I was like, oh, honey, no, you're, I don't even think you're like, that's just, yeah. Honey. Honey. Oh, honey. Oh, yeah. Honey. All right. Uh, let's move on to another celebrity blind item. This one also confirmed today. Okay. Ooh. This party. I'm right. This disgraced former A minus slash B plus list actor slash singer would have more luck pitching something called If I Did It than as it stands on its current form, no one is going to buy what he is selling. Ooh. Okay, so I wanted to say O.J. Simpson. Yeah, right? No, that already happened. Former A-minus, B-plus list, actor slash singer. Mm-hmm. Actor So clearly this is somebody nasty. Well, yeah, this person was in the news a lot earlier this year for something not good. Oh. Um. Actor, singer. Yes. Very controversial for what happened earlier this year. Johnny Depp? No. Jared Leto? Big case, guys. Your mom? Big case. Um, big big case. case. Big case. Mm-hmm. A big case. Yes. R. Kelly? Oh! No, because he's not an actor. Mm. No. Okay. Okay, so uh, someone who did or may have not done. Something and no, that's the thing. We don't really know for sure exactly what happened with this former A minus slash B plus list actor slash singer. Uh, oh God! It involves is it like a murder or something? Oh boy! Uh, no. A rape? No. Sexual in nature? No. Uh, a theft? No. Uh, <laughs> this is plagiarism. Terrible. No. Uh, Picked his nose at a public. Showed his Schwanzengruber. No. She said it was not sexual. Uh, no, it was not sexual. Oh, you but non-sexually show your it schwanz. Was, that's true. It's, it's all subjective, I guess. Uh huh. It has something to do with hateful events. <gasps> oh, oh, Jesse Smollett. Oh, oh, see. I always only think of the acting part. I forget about the singing part. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Fill in that blank. Jesse Smollett would have more luck pitching something called If I Did It than whatever project he's pitching in its current form. No one is going to buy 
what he is selling. So he should just like come clean. Can make a lot of money. I mean, he's oh man, he's in a he's in this spot right now where like the genie's so far out of the bottle, like he can't. Well, I mean, Walk he's being back. sued by the city of Chicago yeah, mm-hmm. for Oof. all the time and money that he and rigmarole that he put everybody through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, okay, we're moving on. Let's move on. Holly move. has decided. I have. I have decided. We are I have so long to get better that. things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Like another confirmed mm-hmm. blind item. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go ahead. This one's confirmed. Okay. Now, we visited this blind item when it was first published last month, but oh. we're coming back to okay. it. His lavish lifestyle and constant requests for money from an organization have taken their toll on the bank balance of this former A-plus list dual threat actor, who is now probably B-plus list in the work he gets, but is a permanent A-lister. His projects keep getting worse in quality as he chases paychecks to get through the later years in life. It's like a John Travolta. Oh, we didn't. Did we say John Travolta though the last time? I think so. I feel like that we name did. does not sound familiar to me in terms well, of. Well, so items. he's an actor, but I do and remember- he is known okay. for his role in Greece. Do you see that finger? <laughs> Good. Take that to heart. Hello, tall man. Uh, sit and spin, as the kids used to say. <laughs> no, um, I do remember the blind item was my point. I don't remember his name coming up as a result, but um, that would certainly. You know, makes some sense. That would certainly hit all the things. Let me fill in the blanks for you. So John Travolta's lavish lifestyle and constant requests for money from Scientology have taken their toll on his bank balance. And his projects keep getting worse in quality as John Travolta chases paychecks to get through the later years of life. I mean, when you really think about like his career, it's not I mean, he's had a great career in the sense that he's had some good movies we're still talking about him 40 years yeah. after he came on so that's a big a deal of him in a pool or not near a pool with kelly preston for her and somebody i think it was kirstie alley showed up for her like 60 oh, i'm sure oh, yeah. she did any opportunity but but what i think is interesting is the lifestyle he seems to live with his own flipping jet commercial he has an airport. Yeah. In his backyard. In yeah. his backyard. Like that kind of lifestyle, you need to have some bankroll behind you to like make that work. And it's hard for me to believe that he would still be making that kind of money on residuals because he's not taking on super great projects. He probably doesn't get any welcome back Cotter rituals. Pro- rituals? <laughs> residuals. Yeah. What? Cicata. What? Wait. Mr. Cotta. <laughs> All right, Mr. let's Cotta. do one more. Oh, another one. Yeah, a real quick one. Where, real, quick. real quick, real quick. Here is another blind item. Bonus edition. I'm not sure this is exact. Oh, by the way, this is also confirmed. Oh, my God. Ooh, it's perfect. A I love this. Special Marshall. I'm not sure this is exactly how it's supposed to work. This permanent A list athlete pays someone to, quote, witness on her behalf. Apparently, everyone in the family does the same thing. Hmm. What does that mean, witness? A++ list athlete pays someone to witness on her behalf. What does witness mean? See, it's um, defined as a person who sees something. You know what I'm asking. I know. I'm just (laughs) kidding. I don't, I feel like, I. is it like uh, Serena Williams or something? Mm. But what does that even mean? 
Holly? It means that she's paying people to do some of her religious things that Mm. she's supposed to do, Serena Williams, and apparently that's what the family does, is so they don't have to take the time to do the things that are asked of them and her chosen religion. Mm. She just pays other people to do it for her. To do the stuff. To do the stuff. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Weird Interesting. Okay. All right. All right. Well, thank you for those delicious blind Bye. items, Holly. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, we oh, got to get. Oh. What did you She's get? She's a Jehovah's Witness. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, and the witnessing is the going door to door situation. Got mm-hmm. it. Now it all makes sense. Uh-huh. uh-huh. When we come back, uh, we got to get the Cobra gang together because we got some Britney Spears news. We got to. Dive into after this on my talk 1071. Hey, I'm glad you're back. Oh, it pains me to interrupt Lizzo. I'm sorry, I apologize. But we have some big news uh, regarding. No, it's not. It's just same old news regarding sell it. Britney Spears. Uh, I mean, <laughs> this is the you could take it or leave it. The Colleen and Bradley listening. Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. But we really do have a mystery to solve. And so we call ourselves the Cobra Gang. Whenever there's trouble, we're down the double. We're the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time. We're the Cobra Gang. Get it. So, you know, every once in a while, I like to tool on over to Instagram to see what Britney's been posting. Um, Britney Spears, because, you know, we've been following her throughout the year. And why have we been following her, Bradley? Well, because she has had a year. Mm-hmm. Among uh, several reasons, um, she started the year going to a rehab experience. Uh, she essentially has had some ups and downs in terms of her conservatorship. Mm-hmm. A number of people have called out the people running her conservatorship, namely her father. Her father, of the things that he's been alleged to do this year, uh violently shook her son mm-hmm. and uh, some other stuff. But yeah, it's been a year for Brittany. And you know, one of the things that has sort of confounded us throughout all of this is her Instagram seems to be steady as though nothing is actually going on in the news. So you will see time after time pictures of her or videos of her doing a fashion show or a picture of her on her vacation in Hawaii. And you know what? The most recent one is no different it's a picture of her sitting in a tree, seemingly on the beach of, of I don't know, a beach in Hawaii, with the following message. Nothing heals more than the ocean. 
ocean emoji. I also feel, I always feel so alive when I see the ocean ocean emoji in Maui. It's literally turquoise. It's unbelievable. This pic does not do justice at all for all, all at all for I saw there. In a world where we are all subjected to cell phones and devices, we get hung up on screens instead of Mother Nature and listening to her. Mother Nature is everything. I find her in I find her every time I go to this magical place and here I know there is more. Like beautiful sentiments from the heart yeah. of Britney Spears. Very nice little insty post. But you know, this and this and all the posts that we've seen from her recently have led me to one question. And that question is Um the question is is she on drugs? Well, I'm, I'm going to get kidding. to that in just a second. But you'll remember it was a few weeks ago. I'm trying to get the exact date right in front of me that she posted a picture of herself on her Instagram. Uh, it was two weeks ago on stage uh, at her Vegas show when she did her Vegas residency, which, by the way, she left this year because allegedly her father was having some health issues. Turned out that's when she went to that rehab facility. It was lies. Long story short. Lies. Lies. Anyway, this was captioned. I hope you all haven't forgotten about me. I'm taking this transition in my life to focus on what I really want. I've been working nonstop since I was eight years old in the business. Sometimes it's good to stop and reflect. Miss you all. I really do have the best fans in the world. Hashtag FBF. Flashback Friday. And I thought to myself. Britney forever. Exactly. Free Britney fast. Exactly. That's what I think it really meant. But, you know, I was thinking about that because since she posted that, where she basically said, like, I'm taking a break. Also, what have you been doing since the beginning of the year? Yeah. And why just two weeks ago are you finally confronting this? She's posted since that two weeks ago, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight posts. And I thought to myself, that's not a, you're not, that's not a break. So what is it that, like, it just confused me further. Like when celebrities take a break, usually they take a break from what they're doing, but also how they're showing their public self. Okay. Meaning they would probably take a break from social media, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, take a break from that. Maybe they can have their own account elsewhere, but their fan account that everybody sees, maybe that shuts down for a minute while they're like living their life, but that's not happening there's still this weird sideshow happening on her Instagram. So that's not a break. Yeah, so I honestly think she's been on a break a lot longer than she's admitted to. And by break, I mean like working every day. You know, she hasn't been doing her Vegas show. And Mm there have been all these sort of narratives and twists and turns. But in the meantime, in between time, there has been this push to push her out on social media more to show that nothing's wrong. And that all came about as... There were questions about this conservatorship. Right. Like there, it was a very specific response. I think it was clear from. Okay, so not everybody listening has been paying this close attention to Britney Spears. Trust us that we have been. So there was a very dedicated effort to shove her back out in social media and have her communicate with her followers so that they would shut up about needing to free her. Right. And most people are like, "Oh, she's fine. Everything's okay. Stop with your weird protests." You guys get a life you need to. That's what that was designed to do. And I think for the most part, that has been, you know, that works because most people paying attention are not paying attention. Right. Exactly. Most of the audience is like, oh, look, she's in Hawaii. That's great for her. Okay, I'm going back to my life now. But for those of us who have nothing better to do and actually are paid to look deeper and think more critically about what's in front of us. 
that's I hope us. that didn't sound shamey because mm-hmm. it really isn't. I'm just very happy that that's what we get to do for yeah. Um, we see that it's clear that there's a campaign, a coordinated effort to make it like everything's fine, nothing smokes, and everyone's real, right? Okay, so then I thought about something else because th- there it's clear that like the efforts to try to shout the, the fans down have been moderately successful. Like, yeah. This has definitely quieted down, or at least it seems like it has. I was thinking about Jason, uh, Jason Matheson from our morning show on oh, my talk. Yeah, have you I heard know of him, him before? I have. He's a great man. He uh, was talking about the movie Judy, about Judy Garland that stars Renee Zellweger. Mm-hmm. And this, and I heard it again this morning. They talked about it yesterday. He talked about how, it was her parents and the studio, her mother and the studio that essentially got her hooked on barbiturates and uppers and downers in the cycle of, of drugs so that she could be up when she needed to be and down when she needed to sleep and ended up getting her addicted to them and then really took all of her money. Like she was the cash cow and they were drugging her so that she would perform in the way that they wanted um, so that they could make money off of her. And I thought, you know, we are far more willing to see that that happened and see how, like, how terribly and tragically that ended. Yeah. Then we are to confront the fact that there's a real possibility that something very similar might be going on with oh, yeah. somebody who we pay attention to and idolize now. Hindsight is twenty twenty, and we are sufficiently far enough away from Judy Garland's experience to be able to see it for what it is in the midst of what's right in our face. People don't want to believe that that's, you know, capable of happening, happening in 2019, but it it's most just, clearly is. It's so heartbreaking. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, what movie are you embarrassed that you absolutely love? 651-641-1071. What's the movie that you'll barely admit to your friends that you love on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071? Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.